legacy Only one shot to make the memories that will Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Uh, I'm your host, Casey Morozik, and today, joining me again, we have our Marvel, our resident Marvel expert, Dietra Morrow. I wouldn't say expert. <laughs> oh, you're you're an expert to us. Um, if you haven't caught our Infinity Wars episode, uh, we talked in depth about a lot of Marvel characters and... Uh, the sort but if they didn't catch that episode give us a little bit about who you are and what got you into marvel um once again i got into marvel um because i used to watch the x-men series growing up so i was really into it read um a couple comic books so some of the stuff in the movies isn't the same as the comics so i know about things before people do like i knew how infinity war was going to end Oh, well, so the whole actually, Infinity Gauntlet series. Oh, so it actually played out just like the comics? Some parts of it. Because I, I would have thought there'd be a whole lot of fanboys, like, throwing out shade and, like, spoilers. Oh, there, there were. And, there were. And, and But they changed it. They changed it enough they, so that you couldn't do in, that? In game, they changed who the person, people are that die. <laughs> oh, interesting yeah so they as long did as a it different didn't change, spin on that but did it change like the overall outcome at no all? no the outcome is the same but they changed who actually okay. died yeah so we asked you back today to discuss one of the most prolific marvel movies i in in my opinion of all time in terms of how it actually affected our society the the overall implications towards the African American community and just how empowering the whole movie was. Yes. Um, so today we are actually going to discuss Killmonger from Black Panther. From Black Panther. The Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. You had to. Well, to each their own. So. We uh, discussed in Infinity Wars an anti-hero. Yes. And you said that Killmonger uh, is an anti-hero, which you discussed was somebody who basically has evil tendencies and goes about things in an evil way, but comes from a place of benevolence almost. Yes. Like the ends justify the means kind of person. Correct. So you propose that Killmonger, the... Uh, you could say the main, the, the main the, person. The main... Bad guy. Like villain. Yeah. Yes. The, the villain's the word I was looking for. The main villain of Black Panther is actually somewhat of a hero. And so... So to go into this, give us a little backstory of for those who haven't seen Black, Black Panther. Panther. Okay. So and by the way, as with all of these episodes, spoilers. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it, turn off the episode, go see it, come back. It and should still be on Netflix. It 
I believe it is still on Netflix. Uh, it's a wonderful movie. I highly recommend it. I've seen it a number of times. I've seen it like 10 times. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. It is. So for those who haven't and don't want to, let's just give a little backstory of okay. who is Eric Killmonger. Well. And what is Black Panther? Okay. <laughs> so Black Panther is coming off the cusp of Civil War where... If you haven't seen Civil War, spoiler, uh, Black Panther's dad dies in it. So Aven- he, Avengers Civil War. Avengers Civil War. Yeah. Not okay. like the real Civil War, yes. you know. <laughs> so his dad dies, and then he becomes, he's a young man, he becomes king, and he becomes the Black Panther. But I think he was already Black Panther in training. And then, well, because so the Black Panther is basically just, from the synopsis I got from the comic books, it, like, started... The comic book started in the late 60s, early 70s, and he was actually, Black Panther was like a one-off, right? So he he didn't have his own comic book Mm -hmm. for until, I want to say, the 80s almost, where he was literally just plugged into different Avengers roles, like, and it was actually as a, he, like, Wakanda is where they're from. He's the king of Wakanda. Yes. And they have the largest uh, source of, what's that Vibranium. Metal? Vibranium, which is like the most expensive metal known to man. It's yeah. like one, wanna... one gram is like $20,000 or something And like I want to say, like, is it Vibranium? Because, like, and it's like the strongest and all that. Strongest, most so, productive, like, like, whatever it is. Like, it's the best since material. Fox and Disney did that merger. Is that going to change? Because Wolverine has adamantium in him. Like, is that going to be like. I'm wonder, I, I wonder if it's adamantium is the strongest in the universe. Vibranium is the most sought after strongest on Earth that you can actually mine on Earth. Because I think the animantium they got from like a meteor out in space or something but the vibranium came from out of space well everything came from outer space <laughs> if you really want to go down that we path. came from out of space um prometheus anyway <laughs> <laughs> now i just want to know like are they gonna like like cross those two vibranium and adamantium Ooh, that'd be a dangerous outcome because like i know like in the comics they were like in africa in wakanda looking for stuff to put into wolverine but anyway or maybe it's the same thing they just call it different names. yeah because the mergers they couldn't yeah maybe. because it would be like x-men type thing but who knows um anyway but yeah so vibranium is there they actually they act like they're a very uncivilized like uh what's the word i'm looking for just like like poor, a third world, like a third world country. poor country but they actually have like the most they're the most technologically advanced richest culture yes. on the planet they just <laughs> yeah. hide it so people don't come after them exactly and they used to take black panther and plug him into the avengers and all that stuff like as almost like he was helping them but it was really to spy on them to see to ensure that their power didn't get too strong and that if it did he could be there to take them down from the inside jesus i actually have not read any black panther comics yeah so So i just that's (laughs) that's what the original comics were 
about, and they kind of play into it in these movies, even. Yeah, like, the, especially Civil War. Right. So, the powers of Black Panther, uh, in the comics, it was just the Black Panther was the king, and you became the king by being the best fighter and strategist, like the smartest and the strongest in the whole... Out of the tribes. Out of the tribes. Yes. And in the movie, they play into it that, like, he has extra strength and ability by eating some flour. Yeah, they mix his flour up and then they turn in a drink and he drinks it. Where Killmonger is... uh, So... He's well, like a descendant. What is Black Panther's real name? So, because there's multiple Black Panthers throughout, so using his real name might help. T'Challa. Uh, T'Challa. That's T'Challa. It. Yeah, his yeah. Dot, dad, so, T'Chaka. Yeah, T'Challa's dad was the original king, and then there was a civil war where yes. his uncle got kicked out. And sent to... Well, this was, like, back in the day, like, in the 80s. He yeah. was, like, a um, spy over in the U.S. Well, the movie says he was a spy. The comic books said he basically, like, split, like, in the Civil War and got exiled. And okay. then went to... America. Brooklyn, yeah. I think it was, or Harlem or something like that. It was Brooklyn. Was it Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he went to Brooklyn, and it was there that... Uh, Eric Killmonger mm-hmm. was born. Was born, and his dad told him all about Wakanda, Wakanda and all that. But in mental and physical, like fighting attributes, all that, Killmonger was actually the exact same level as T'Challa was. Yeah, throughout the comic books, because he's so, pretty, like professionally trained by militaries. Right. So like. That's why they made such a great, like, fighting, like, enemy and, and or a good hero Nemesis villain. And, yeah. yeah. So, now what would you like to talk about in terms of, like, Eric Killmonger and Let's how talk he, about. he plays into, like, this oh. anti-hero role? So... I believe that he is anti-hero because the things he was saying in the theater, like, right from the start, well, not right from the start, but when he, like, confronted them in Wakanda, and then he was explained to him, like, you guys are up here sitting all high and mighty, like, when people like us, like, black people have been struggling, like, you didn't do anything when slavery was happening. You could have came in with your technology, stop slavery, uh, and all this other stuff. Black people suffering in America because we're your people too. Because everybody came from Africa, and y'all are not doing anything about it because you're sitting up here trying to hide. And so I was just like, "Wow, yeah, you know, he's right. <laughs> he's right about what he's saying." So you know, maybe I should be on his team for a little bit and see what happens. But he's just too crazy like the way he goes about trying to change things but when you say crazy like too extreme he he's yes he's extreme because he's very calculated yeah like he is not just going out killing a bunch of people to kill a bunch of people i mean he is 
<laughs> he is, but it's more to hone his skills so that he can take over as king. According to him, he was doing all that just so he can get right to Wakanda and confront him. But it was all calculated. Yeah, calculated just to get to this one end goal. End game. It's all about the <laughs> no. end game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was doing everything he could just to get to them. Just to be like, yeah, guess what? I'm your cousin and you killed my dad you killed my dad (laughs) so in the movie his dad gets killed by his brother his brother t'chaka yes i don't think the dad i don't think he t'chaka meant to kill him he was just trying to protect one of his other little spies that was there to help his brother Right. Yeah, he was. He had another spy spying on his. T'Chaka had a spy spying on Killmonger's father. Yes. Because Killmonger's father was trying to. He was start working a with. Yeah. He was working with uh, Claw, I think. Or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was working with Claw. And, like, people were dying, and so he had to come over there and interfere. So, what about Killmonger? resonated with people so much. Like, the the truths that he was saying. Like, what if there is, like, like, that was the main thing. Like, what if there is, like, a place in Africa or somewhere that's so technologically advanced and they're just hiding where they could be helping us? So you think it was, it's, I mean, that's, that's kind of the stance that, uh, Malcolm X was like we need to rise up by any means necessary. So yeah, I would say like Killmonger sort of has those um, attributes of Malcolm X when uh, T'Challa is more Martin Luther King. Oh, interesting. I don't think I ever made that that connection. But that makes sense because those characters were created in that time period. Mm Mm-hmm. Like when the when both of those those men were actually alive doing their their uh, their missions, so yes. to speak. So fast forward to the end of the movie. You're still like you you throughout the movie you kind of get like oh you he's get kinda... in and out you're you're like <laughs> well, you're on and off Killmonger's like his team right? yeah yes so you're you're always kind of on t'challa's team but at the same time you I, at, you at do, some you, point i was just like you do disagree on. with him yeah. because you're like okay now you're you're just taking a back seat to all the injustices that are happening around you because you're so afraid to step up for those who really need you yes and so that makes you kind of jump ship back and forth between who you want to to represent. Exactly. But then you get in and you see, okay, well, he's a strong leader. Killmonger is a strong leader. He could bring your people to the next level, right? Uh, yes. I feel like he was just, like, too aggressive, though. Like, But he was too aggressive. I mean, he had scars for every person he had killed. Exactly. And his body was completely covered in them. Exactly. So, were all those people evil? 
No, maybe because he even said he had to kill brothers and sisters. But that's own... but that is war as as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I have that conversation with my son all the time because we are in the military, and he's like, "Oh, when you go, like if I get deployed or whatever," he's like, "Are you gonna go like after bad people?" I'm like, "Well." That my job doesn't have me do that. Yeah, I'm a but diver, they... but like, I still want to explain to him that when we go as a as a country into another country for war or like whatever our reasons are to help a people there that are like being like slaughtered or taken advantage of or whatever it is, whoever we're fighting, we're the bad guy to them. Correct. Because you're like, in their country. We are... <laughs> we're not fighting in our home country. They're not here fighting us. We are going to somebody else's country and in going into their homes and killing their family members. We're the evil people. They are protecting themselves and their way of lives. We are saying, oh, but our way of life is better. Yes. I mean, it's a really arrogant thing to think. It is, <laughs> and that needs to be. A and topic. then next, <laughs> and then next week, we are friends with that country. <laughs> it happens. It's happened throughout history. Yeah, like Japan. Like Japan, but there's always that that line, and I want my kids to know that growing up, like. You can always think you're right. But so can they. And, like, I don't think war really ever solves anything. No. I, I don't think it's the right course of action. But I also believe that there's truly evil people out there. And there needs to be people that are willing to step up in those situations. And dust them. And dust them. <laughs> but at what point are we a hero? Or what point are we Thanos? Anti. Oh, anti hero. Correct. And I think Killmonger is that perfect representation of that. Yeah. If he would have just like toned down a bit, it would have been good. But like, what's a bit? Where he killed like, half as many people? No, I'm talking about, like, when he actually got over to Wakanda, it was just like, um, let me burn all these flowers so nobody else can become Black Panther. Like, you're gonna die if, one day, dude. But if you are so... If you were raised in a spot of uh, not having anything and having to fight for every single thing you had, you would be cynical as hell that somebody is always trying to overthrow you and take what you have. But he was so if, like, that, if that is all you've ever known, can you sit there and say that, oh, the second you get what you want, you should back off? No, but he was, like, doing it to the extreme. Like, right when he got over there, he was like, oh, yeah, but that's how let's he got send it. all this stuff to, like, all these different countries and put our, our uh, I forgot what it's called, the war people, the spies. Like, let's give them all these weapons so we can, like, take over. Like, he was instantly trying to, that's like. That's exactly what we did with Afghanistan. I'm just saying. That's what we did with Osama bin Laden. So are you saying we, America we gave is anti-hero? Him all, 
Yes. A hundred percent yes. One hundred percent yes. We are. I don't disagree. Like we think we think we're heroes. We think we're Captain America, the whole Avengers squad. That's what we <laughs> think we are. Like we're not even like helping the, world, the people in our but the rest of America. the world Right. The rest of the world I think sees us and I I could be out of line speaking for an entire world. <laughs> but I think the rest of the world sees us as Killmonger. Not like exactly him, but well, I don't know what I don't. I think it depends. Yeah. I think it depends on who's in charge of the White House at that moment. <laughs> Let's not go there. I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying anything bad about anyone. Like I'm saying, you go down our line of presidents. Yeah. It just depends on who's in charge, whether they see us as T'Challa or Killmonger. I can. I can back that. And I think. It's up to us to find that middle ground, and I don't think we've done it yet. We haven't. I, I think we are too divisive that we feel like we have to be T'Challa or Killmonger, and like you can't. You either have to like rule with an iron fist and prove yourself in blood, or you have to be overly benevolent and hope that nobody takes advantage of you. And I think there's always going to be that struggle, which is why having them both back and forth, like where you kind of root for one and the other simultaneously, Mm -hmm. which then leads you to Killmonger's death at the very end. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I love spoiling it and then saying spoiler. It's kind of my, kind of my kick. I think that's where you lead at the very end with both of them coming together and T'Challa trying to find that middle ground. But at the same point, he's, uh, Killmonger said, uh, what was, what was his big quote? It was throw. Ah, I used to say it all the time. It's well, if, if you want, go for it. Like, if you know it, I want to say it was something along the lines of, uh, throw me in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? Go for it. Um, he was like, something, something, something. <laughs> That's it. That was it. Something, something, something. You nailed it. <laughs> it's like, throw me in the ocean with my ancestors who like jumped the ships because they would rather because they knew that death was better than bondage yeah something like that something along those lines no and like it it just it shows his entire lineage of oppression burn me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage ah I used to say that all the time just for no reason too and I don't think you need a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but it shows the systemic, like, plight in that one sentence or that one statement. It shows the entire plight of his people. But, like, also, he he said, we, or T'Challa said, we can save you. I was hoping that he would be saved, and, too. And, like, at that moment, you're like, 
yes, Do it. save him. Yeah. But then he's like, no, because you're just going to keep me in a cage. Yeah. And T'Challa didn't disagree. He didn't, because he would have, like, locked him up. <laughs> like, so, is it really, are you really saving anybody if you're putting them in a box? What if you just put them in a box for a little while? <laughs> but you, you know you can't. No, yeah. Because they're going to be, like, angry with you. and Like, there, there's always going to be... His, he's not going to change who he is. No, he isn't. And He's I, set in his ways because he did all that just to get well, there. Well, it's not that he's set... I don't think it's that he's set in his ways. I think it's he understood that to get what he believed was right, that was the course of action, and that's the only way to go about so it. So he was set in his ways. I, I don't, because nobody I don't, could change his mind about anything, because it was his way or the highway. But it, well, it's it's the question of is he wrong? Because <laughs> ah, if, he, if he's wrong, then it's he's set in his ways. But if he's right, he was then he's, he's right, right. But just the way, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still like, and I, and I think uh, this. This is why he's such a dynamic character. He's such it's a good villain. Such a great anti-hero, anti-hero yeah. villain. Like, he walks that line so well. And when he dies, you felt something. I'm just like... <sighs> like, I can't remember another villain that died and you felt something like Never. you do with him. No. That was, because like, the first he, time that happened. Because he offered so much insight into so many different like flaws in our society and he just he was the perfect person for that role yeah but the way he was trying to do it he, it seemed like he was trying to enslave other races like he was just trying to liberate like black people and he was singular singularly focused yes like he wasn't trying to save everybody yeah, like he was the Avengers to... <laughs> he was trying to save those this one set of people that one set of people that had been getting just the shaft for and still are and still are yeah 100% yeah like it is a systemic problem and it's not gonna be fixed over yeah that probably if things would have went his way it probably would have been terrible I think it would have been a genocidal situation it would have and you have to ask, would he have been... I mean, genocide is always wrong. It is wrong. Is but he, at the same time, is he validated? That's like, is Adolf, was Adolf Hitler validated? No. Because that's, that's what would have happened. I believe. Because, like, I don't, I don't see him doing it out of a place of, like, superiority as much as he's doing it out of a place of retribution and revenge. Mm. Which, both are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't, want, I don't want people to be like, well, sometimes you can kill off an entire race of people. Jesus. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to go into no. the Crusades, I mean, that's another, another uh, point of our history that's pretty awful. Where we just kill people because of our belief and think that our beliefs are better than others. Yeah. And I am not about that life. I'm not about it either. So. Um, I think we've really dove deep into 
Killmonger and his influence as an anti-hero and on society as a whole. Uh, do you have any parting remarks? That you it just leave? really makes you think, like, from people's aspects, like, this could be what he's saying is true and, like, just go about it a different way and we could have, like, stuck it out, but you want to be all crazy <laughs> and then just, like, immediately, right when you take over, just start sending stuff out and trying to do all this stuff. So, no, he... He had to die. He had to die. <laughs> he had to die, unfortunately. But we created. <laughs> but we created the talking points. Yes, and I think that was important. So now, like when I see other movies with villains, I'm gonna like really listen to what they say to be like, hmm, maybe they're right. Like from now on, that's all I'm gonna think about. Like. Mm. And I think that's the right way to be. Yeah, like, I, like with I Thanos. <laughs> I don't think we should go in and be like, oh, this producer wants to portray this person as being evil. Like, we need to be able to... It's not black and white anymore. It never was. Uh, that's the problem. Like, back in the day, it was just like, oh, this is a villain. They're doing terrible things. The heroes will come. But now, the hero... I are mean, we the talking villains... society or are we talking about movies? Both. No, no. Because even if you, because even if you look at the movies way back in the day, they were still just uh, they were hyper racist and (laughs) like. So they were villains. Sure. But the the villains now are just so multi layered. So you're just like, ah, okay. Which I think is the right call. Yeah, and then the heroes too are like multi layered too. Like freaking Tony Stark. Some of the stuff he does. Or Batman. Oh, God, yeah. I, I think mean, Batman is... Batman's know. half evil. <laughs> he might be anti-hero. But, like, does he? I does Batman think... ever kill people, though? Because he's yet so, to kill <laughs> So, I don't know if you've seen any of these, uh... The Badmans. Batman. So, it's, uh... Pete Holmes... The, the comedian mm-hmm. did a whole bunch of these things for uh, collegehumor.com and you can find them they're hilarious I recommend them but like they're called Batman he he's Batman <laughs> Batman but then like they go through like different scenes and like reenact mm-hmm. like different conversations they're pretty raunchy don't watch them around your kids I don't have any <laughs> well the listeners they have kids okay. some of them um but there was one where he's in the uh, he's in like the interrogation room with I want to say it was the penguin and Commissioner Gordon maybe yeah the cop yeah yeah and they're they're sitting there talking he's like he's like just kill me like penguin's like yelling he's like just kill me he's like it's the one thing I won't do <laughs> he's like he's like. What are you talking about? You kill people all the time. He's like, I've never killed anybody. He's like, what do you think happens when you throw these batarangs at people or throw them off buildings? This is like, hospital. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, 
everybody gets really sleepy when they fight me. Wow. <laughs> He's like breaking people's necks. Like yeah. guys come in to like save him and he throws like these ninja stars into their necks and they like die on the spot. And he's like, what What do you think? that You just killed this man. He's like, no, no, no he's just really sleepy. He's all tuckered out. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think he's so killed anyone, like, though. But that's the thing. is like, he's throwing stars. Does and he kick- throw them in their necks, though? He... They don't show, but they they always get like tagged out. He's like snapping necks. He's hitting people with cars, shooting rockets at people. You don't think people are dying? No, I think they just get seriously injured. And uh, then apparently he's so perfect. He's just so perfect at at, like fighting. That's why Arkham Asylum is like filled with people. I love that game though. I love the I love the the whole Batman series. Such an entertaining thing. But that's that's another discussion. (laughs) We'll cover that on another episode. Um, but no, thank you again for uh, stopping by. Uh, next episode, we'll have to bring you on on board for Deadpool because that's another anti-hero Jeez, you talked he's about. Sick, <laughs> like in the comics, he literally is sick. sick, literally sick. Yes. So, like, comparison from the comics to the Deadpool movies, they're very accurate. Really? Yes. All right. Well, we will have to uh, have you back on to uh, discuss that. So, uh, thanks again, and uh, we look forward to talking again. Thank you.